<laughs> Suzanne, ever since the last one of these, I thought, wow, we got to do another one. You are so sweet, Tricia. The two of us. And so, um, and I, I'm happy that you and I can work with our schedules because I, I'm real loosey goosey, but you got to go to work every day and <laughs> be a lawyer and, um, we, I was so. telling a, an associate the other day, um, my sesule is not my own. It's never been for the right. last 30 years. I, you know, you just have to sort of fly by the seat of your pants and, you know, people call with crisis moments yeah. in their lives and, you know, you just have to sort of stop everything and. Take, now let's take the calls used to it would be you know be in the office and so forth and that and that's been a big blessing is is being able to take calls and it, it has I had a lot of ministry moments over the years in my office but God has worked it out to where we've had a lot of ministry moments over the phone yeah and yeah. I'm able to encourage people and just you know mm-hmm. tell them God's got a good plan for you whether you see it right at this moment, you feel like everything's, you know, falling apart, that doesn't mean that God's not still working. Right. Because, you know, one of my favorite things, I wish it was was um, my idea, it was another pastor that I heard years ago, but he said, you know, it's not like Jesus is up there elbowing the Father saying, Oh my goodness, do you see the right. mess that she is in? This is like, this right. is going to take parting of the Red Sea again. Do you remember how to do that, Father? Yeah. I mean, of course yeah, not. Yeah. Really helps to think like that, doesn't it? Well, it does. And again, that goes back to that kingdom mindedness. Mm-hmm. Right. What? Mm. The, it's not the problem, it's the perspective. Yeah. What is my perspective? Am I really trusting? That God can work through and do things. Am I letting Him work and me rest? Yeah. Because when He's working, you know, He loves it when I finally will say, you know what, God, I just can't take this anymore. I can't do this. I can't solve it. Whatever the problem is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's when He says, you know, thank you very much. That Now I will roll up my giant great big sleeves. And I will get to work. Right. Right. Yeah. So one of the words in these new covenant scriptures that I love is seated. Right? Mm, mm, mm. Yes, yes, yes. Sit down and rest. Because what are we doing when we're seated? Yeah, we're resting. We're resting. Yeah. And of course, as you know, what was not anywhere anywhere within the, uh, certainly not in the Holy of Holies, but anywhere even in the outer chambers of there the tabernacle. No sitting down. There was no chair. There was no chair. <laughs> there you go. And what were they doing? They were always, you know, they're running around yeah. and changing yeah. out the showbread and, um, you know, all of these mm-hmm. kinds of sacrificing, sacrificing, sacrificing. No, no time to rest. Yeah. But isn't it wonderful to know that, now that Jesus has finished the work. Right. He is what? Seated. Oh, come Seated. on, girl. Come on, tell me. Tell me. Seated at the right hand of God. Yes. Having purged our sins. I love it. Yeah. And that's that's what causes the rest, isn't it, Tricia? Mm-hmm. I think what what I have struggled with most, what most people probably do struggle with, is that consciousness of sin. Right. That awareness of, well, you know, God's not going to be happy with you now. Right. Because you just, you know, dog cuss that person on the road yeah. or cut that person off in traffic. Or if you had just gotten your act together, you would have been leaving leaving sooner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not your problem that everybody else is right. late or you're late and everybody I'm else is on time. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. Yeah. Angst, you know, that yes. Yeah. Yes. And when we do, we that should be our cue from the Spirit that, okay, it's time to rest. Just mm-hmm. take a step back. Just rest. Get a perspective. Yes. Spirit shift, shift perspective. That, yep, that's right. Shift it around. Shift to the spirit. 
Okay. Yeah. Let's, hey, oh, that's just... a good segue, right? Yes. Um, so I, I pulled some notes from a year ago, from mm-hmm. August 2022, and um, I was in this deep dive on the Holy Spirit at the time, and uh, these are notes from my prayer journal. Like, whose prayer journal has stuff like this in it? I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, when, when you get these notes, you're like, this isn't a prayer journal. No, I read through them, though, Tricia, and it's it's inspiring. It's, you know, um, it, it's amazing to me because you've taken the time to dig deep and write down things about the Greek, you know, what the Greek means and and so forth and um, the perspective, the verb, all of those kinds of things. And that's amazing. You know, most people, when we journal, we're just writing about our own little little world, our own little perspective, our own little thing. And I think God's been, again, been really, really speaking to my heart about when we do that, we lose perspective of how big he he is, he is and and what he can really do. Yeah. yeah, because we're we get kind of stuck in our own little world. But where you're on your notes um, and your journaling and so forth, you're always bringing Jesus right back into it, and the perspective is on Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that uh, how I got on to this in, uh, last year was um, that God is a giver, and Jesus talked about the gift of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The, the night that he was betrayed, we have all those chapters of uh, Jesus, you know, the, the night of, of the Last Supper and so forth. We have that chapter 13, four, John chapter 13, 14, right. 15, 16, yep. and then 17 is his prayer to the Father. But he talks so much about the Spirit. And then in Acts 1, uh, Luke, who wrote, who wrote the book of Acts, was remembering what Jesus said, to wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit, to wait for this gift that, that God had promised he would send. And to me, we, we live by the Spirit, right? We live by the Spirit, and that is the Spirit of Jesus. Yes. That's how we get our perspective. We have a spiritual perspective on these earthly matters, and yep. that is the only way to have rest because it's actually spiritual rest. It's not physical rest. Oh, of course not. Yes. And that's where <laughs> that's where we get I think many 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 times we forget our position. I know we're going to be talking about Ephesians. Well, we forget our position. Mm. We forget that we are in Christ. We are in the spirit and the spirit is in us. Yeah. You know, when you dive into a pool of water, are you going to be wet? Yes, mm-hmm. because you're and the water is surrounding mm-hmm. you it's it, it, and so forth and but when you drink that water that water is in you right and the spirit of god is in yeah. us but we don't take time to step back and say holy spirit show me what i need to do mm-hmm. and then maybe rest and listen well, yeah, and I, I think that we misinterpret that spiritual rest with a physical rest that we think that we have to achieve and do this and that and so forth to get to that finish line to where we can finally sit down and rest, right? Yeah. The to-do list. And if we can just get there, we see that chair way off in the distance that maybe one day we can finally sit down, but... In John 14, Jesus says, speaking of the helper that Mm -hmm. he was going to send, he says, peace I leave with you, I bequeath to you. Peace I give unto you, not as the world gives do I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So it's not about getting to that vacation on the beach. It's not about 
you going know, to a spa, going to a spa, drinking a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. what is it that people do to try to relax? Well, and there's nothing wrong with all those things, of course. But exactly when the world says, and again, this goes back to what we've been talking about for such a long time: the perspective, kingdom perspective. Mm-hmm. Are are we struggling to do what the world says, or? Or do we have that kingdom mindset? You know, Jesus was constantly going off to be alone right. with, with his father. with the Father, mm-hmm. and to be quiet. I would suspect. I mean, maybe he was having a party, but you know, I would suspect he was quiet and listening. And I think our world gets so busy, and it's so hard to turn our minds down. Just key them down. And get quiet. And I think that's what I respect so much about your journaling is clearly, you know, these these are quiet moments with the Lord and you're with with the spirit speaking to you and you making notes about what he's saying to you. How special. How well, wonderful. I have to actually put this in, in the, pr- the proper backdrop for. Why Why do I have these? Not every day is like this, though, Suzanne. I mean, there are days when it's a paragraph, and that's it. And mm-hmm. I actually, it's, it's a lot of times. Oh, good. That makes me feel better because no, some of mine well, are just yeah. like three Mark sentences. Now, a lot of times, if we're busy, um, we we have just some prayer cards that we pull, and mm-hmm. we just pray over the scriptures on those cards. And um, But I think that the reason for for all the scriptures, and then, of course, going deeper, which is just my way. It's my, Mm -hmm. you know, I love to meditate. I love to take each word, look into the original languages, to cross-reference, and and the Holy Spirit just really speaks to me. But the backdrop for it is, you know, I've been doing this for years, but why why is it now prayer why 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 has it been a few years of just prayer instead of out there teaching and so forth well because we're in a different time than we were just a few years ago Mm -hmm. right i have felt such a unction and unction to to pray to agree with god because what we're seeing in the natural if we were to look at that, talk about no more consciousness of sins. If we're just going to look at that and maybe take the old way of legalism and say, you know, judgment is coming, mm-hmm. the wrath of God is coming, and, mm-hmm. and 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 we just, you know, ran around town talking, you know, that brimstone was getting ready to fall. I, look. I understand some prophecies and so forth, but but are we just going to give up on a generation? Right. Come on. I mean, is That's that right. is that what Jesus, the message that Jesus came to bring? No. So Paul, the apostle of grace, said that he was a blasphemer. He was a violent man. Well, God didn't give up on him. Absolutely not. Right? Absolutely so, not. What is there anything new under the sun? No, no. So Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever. Right, and it, we're living through a time where Satan seems to have the upper hand. But I, I think that that for us as believers, this is a time where we we need to put the perspective to to, to such a black and white, clear view that we put blinders on, in a sense that. Yes, I mean, I know what's going on in the world. I sure. watch the news. I do. And and even some things that we're personally dealing with, uh, that, which also is a backdrop to this, to, okay, prayer. Because at the end of the day, it, what can you do? What, Like, yeah, I mean, it's almost better, though, to be in a position where it's impossible. Right? <laughs> oh, Yeah. And and what what comes to my mind? Two things come to my mind. Um, one is, and I know we're, I don't want to jump up ahead of you, but in in Romans seven, where Paul, yeah. you know, 
the good that I want to do, I don't seem to be able to do, yep. and the bad that I don't want to do, that's all I seem to be able to do, oh, wretched man that I am, who will save me from this body of death? And in the yes. very next verse, his answer, it's all in Jesus. Right. And then the very next verse after that, mm-hmm. there is therefore now no, no condemnation. condemnation. Come on, right. for those who are in Christ Jesus, for God did through Jesus, and I'm paraphrasing, this is the SST, Suzanne Shen translation, <laughs> God did through Jesus yes. what he could not accomplish in the law in that he destroyed, yes. some translations say, right. destroyed, obliterated, obliterated, mm-hmm. obliterated sin. sin. Right. And you're going to go in, in, in into that we'll see. word. We'll see if we get there. If we get there. If not. Yeah, I'm glad but, you brought that up. But the other thing was when the pandemic started mm-hmm. in 2020, you know, and I've I've been working for 40 years. I hate to give that away. I'll, I'll say I started working when I was but a child, just a mere three child. Years <laughs> three years old. That's right. <laughs> Indeed. Um, but I, I've been working for a long time, and, and usually it's just like, Go, 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 go Mm -hmm. in the mornings and so forth. And in 2020 with the pandemic and we all, you know, went home and life kind of turned upside down. um, One of the first things the Lord told me and spoke to my heart was just just rest. Use this time to rest, but also Pray, pray in the spirit. Yeah. And I we have this little place at the house that I can go and I call it our my tiny track. And I, you know, w- I just walk oh. for like thirty minutes. Yeah. And um and I would just pray in the spirit. Yeah. Most of those times I would pray in the spirit or meditate mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. scriptures and just saw a lot of breakthroughs. But it was probably the first time in my life that I had taken you know big swaths of time you know i'll pray in the car in the spirit or i you know i'll i'll pray at different times but but those big focused concentrated swaths of time and just saw a lot of things change and shift Mm -hmm. and transition and have have you know that's been really very very personal to me ever since is you know you want to see things change in your world, you get the Holy Spirit involved. Mm-hmm. You know, you pray in the Spirit. You really seek after. Yeah. And the that walking and, around knowing that the Spirit of God is alive in you. And I think that that is how you get through impossible times. Yes. When you've done all else, right? And so you continue to stand while you're resting and while you're seated, it's kind of a, a, a odd thing to think about. But well, when we say stand there, we're not talking about physically standing. We're talking about never giving in, never giving up on a promise of God. Amen. And on uh, the, the salvation that we have in every sense of the word, which not only includes us, but our entire household. Amen. And that is scriptural. Yes. That is scriptural. I didn't come up with that on my own. So, all right. Now, I just had this thought as I was looking through these notes this morning. Because I got, at first I was looking at it, I was going, what in the world have I done? I've got 12 pages of notes here. I've sent all this to Suzanne. She is a busy person. She doesn't have time to go to seminary, you know. <laughs> you know and, and I've been traveling this week, and I sat down, and I looked at it. And I felt like the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart and said, you know, when you talk about me, I manifest. Amen. When we talk about the Spirit of God, this is the Spirit of Jesus Christ. When we talk about, he testifies of Jesus Christ. So Mm -hmm. when we talk about, now I know the Holy Spirit, he testifies of Jesus. So when we speak of Jesus by the Spirit, um, that brings the Lord much pleasure, I believe. Like, Amen. You yes. You just feel his presence yes. when we begin to talk in these terms. So I'm just going to read some scriptures and we'll just meditate. That's about Let's all I it. know to do. Let's I've, do it. 
you know, because it's a lot and we won't get to all of it, but we'll just start. Okay? Sounds good. So I'll just read from that night that Jesus was betrayed after the Last Supper, which is an amazing teaching, but we won't talk about that. (laughs) There's so much symbolism in that about uh, when I'm going to it. But anyway, John 14, he says in verse 26, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Now, the reason I got onto this, and I had 15 days in a row that uh, by my spirit was the topic. And why was I concentrating on this gift that was promised? It was because in prayer, I wanted to get his perspective. Yeah. And I really kind of went back to square one. Okay, how does all this work, right? Mm-hmm. What does it mean by the Spirit? Right. And I kind of like backed up. You know, at first I was like coming out, you know, guns blazing about the Holy Spirit. I was like, oh, wait, wait, back up, back up, back up. How does he come? Let's just go all the way to the beginning, the method, the means by which he comes. Then we'll get into what he does. And then we'll get into what we do with that. Okay, mm-hmm. so honestly, when you take a deep dive into how the Holy Spirit comes, we, we are getting into believing in something we cannot see. Okay? Yes. And put us in the crazy category then, right? Because honestly... Honestly, what does the world think about people who believe in things they can't see? Well, and, and what's so counterintuitive on, on that perspective is, and it just shows the, uh, the way the enemy sometimes can cloud people's mm-hmm. discernment or vision, is people believe in things they can't see all the time. Yeah. We got radio waves all around that us. That is so true. Gravity. Yeah. We can you see this air? No. What about the wind? Can we see the wind? No. But we see the effects. Right. Of. Yeah. And I, and that's that's where Jesus and Jesus lives. It's all supernatural. He walked his whole earthly life in the supernatural. Because right. I mean, even though he was here on earth, he was walking in the supernatural. I don't know whether you, I haven't raised anybody from the dead. Have you? Not (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. But we may. Yes. Yes. And, but it's what Christ, I mean, in some sense, Christ had to believe. Oh. He still had to believe. He had to believe. Well, and I have this, this whole, uh, I don't know if you call it a teaching, but just that I had this epiphany that we can ride on his faith. Actually, it's the faith of God. It right? is the faith of Jesus. Yes. And he believed when he went to the cross. It yes. took faith for him to do that. Yes, it did. Because he said, not as I will, but as you will. He entrusted himself to the Father. In what was the last thing he said? Into your, your hands, hands. I right. commit my spirit. spirit. That's right. That's right. So he believed that when he went to the cross, it would be enough to wash us from our sins, to reconcile us to God. Mm. Praise God. Right? To make us righteous, mm-hmm. to make us sons and daughters of God. Amen. He believed. So I can look at him, and this is why we must continue to meditate on the cross and the resurrection, the cross, the grave, the resurrection, and the ascension, because that is all the faith of Jesus Christ. To absolutely give everything, give everything, purchase the whole field, you know, with his blood. Amen. Um, mm-hmm. And forever be a servant. I mean, becoming a bond servant. 
not considering equality with God something to be grasped. Becoming of no reputation. I mean, giving Mm -hmm. it all in what? Obedience. And this is this is where we're not talking about legalism. We're talking about the obedience of faith. faith. That's right. And he is our example. He entrusted himself to the Father. And by his stripes we were healed. And so we look at the stripes he took for our healing. He believed that those stripes would heal us. So I believe that he believed. That's what I say. I believe that Jesus believed. Uh, exactly. And I, in following along with that, I often will go through the house saying, Lord, it's not my faith. It's your faith. Right. It, I, don't, I don't have faith. <laughs> it's a I've gift. got no faith. It's, it's a, a gift. gift. It is a gift. Right. And... I can believe, as we talked about in our last segment, you know, believing that he is. Just simply That's believing right. that he is. Hebrews 11, 6. Yes, he is. I can believe that, but it it goes back to, and I, I love um, Mark chapter 9, where Jesus comes down mm-hmm. from the uh, transfer. Right um, amount of transfiguration. Transfiguration, thank you. And then mm-hmm. it runs into healing that man. Uh, I mean, that man's yes. son. Yeah. And the man says, Lord, you know, I believe, but help my unbelief. Yeah. And Jesus' response was taught so many, for so many right. years, I understood it the wrong way. Exactly. But his response was basically, in our English, again, the SST, <laughs> you... Are you're asking me if I can believe? Because he was the only one believing. That's then. right. That's he was exactly the only right. one. You're saying to me, you know, if I can believe? Yeah. Yeah. Of course I can right. believe. Right. What do you mean if I can? Well, read the verse before that. Right. This, Just this, okay, about his son. He says, have mercy on us and help us. If you can. If you can. If you can. And he says, what do you mean, if I can? Anything is possible if a person believes. Now, in another version, which yeah. I did bring my phone, but in another version, it does say... NASB. Can you pull that up? I can. I think I probably can. I think can. you're thinking of New American Standard. I think I am. Um, but Jesus said to him, if you can... All things are possible for the one who believes. There you go. There we go. That's it. There you go. For the one. And who was the one believing? It was our sweet Jesus. It was Jesus. So, you know, and did he heal the son? Did he deliver the son? He sure did. So I think that all of our years in, you know, talking about the Holy Spirit, talking about faith, talking about, you know, how to, you know, this. The steps to get things to God, get God to do something, you know, mm-hmm. when all the while it was a perspective that needed to be shifted to Jesus for yeah. him to be the center, to set our eyes on things above, to so good. keep our eyes on him. Yes. Yes. So and and so I, you know, when I talk about the Holy Spirit, I know it's the third person of the Trinity, but for us he is he is the unseen helper who helps us to see Jesus who testifies of Jesus and um and so in that first verse that i read john 14 verse 26 it says the father will send that word send in the greek i won't try to pronounce it yeah. um p e m p o And it says, to bid a thing to be carried to one, to send, thrust, or insert a thing into another. Mm. So Jesus is prophesying of this gift the Father is going to send, who is a part of God, who is God, who is going to be inserted into us. Right? Yes. And so the sending is not just sending a letter, you know, or sending something on the outside to sit in your home somewhere. 
It's sending all the way in. Kind of like drinking the water. Yeah. Amen. Okay, in John 15, the next chapter, it says, When the Helper comes, this is Jesus speaking, he says, Whom I shall send. Now, isn't that interesting? John 14, he said, The Father will send. Mm. Now he's saying, I will send from the Father. Mm. So there's agreement there. The Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, proceeds. And that Greek word means to go forth, to go out, depart, flow forth, to project from the mouth of one, to spread abroad. And it says, he will testify of me. The Spirit will testify of Jesus. So this is breathed out, spoken out, sent out from God. And I think of out of his mouth. And what out I, of his being. Exactly. And he's the spirit of truth. Yeah. There and what I what I think of is again how the enemy over, you know, centuries obviously of time has completely distorted that. And we have come, and this is one of the things you had said, you know, bring whatever notes or whatever the Lord puts on your heart we'll talk about. But one of the things the Lord has been putting on my heart recently is praising. Yes. Keeping that attitude of praise. We have become such a generation Mm -hmm. of complainers, or the world has become a generation of complainers, I should say. And when we complain, number one, that word complain in Hebrew means remain. Mm -hmm. When we complain, we remain. Yeah. But... I, and I remember Joyce Myers years and years ago yeah. saying that, you know, when that that the Lord showed her that when I complain, I remain. Mm-hmm. But also, um, when you were just reading that and out of the mouth of, I often will quote to myself and to others, salvation, Zozo, mm-hmm. S-O-Z-O, Sozo, right. is near you, Romans mm-hmm. 9, 10. Yeah. Yeah. Even in your yeah. mouth. That's right. You this and the spirit of God is not gonna agree when I when I say things like, Man, I just I was so stupid to do that. The Spirit of God is not agreeing with that. Yeah. Again, we yeah. have to change our perspective mm-hmm. and what we're saying out of our mouths. To what to agree with the what the spirit right. of God in us, our friend Vaughn Jenkins always yeah. saying, Holy Spirit, remind me of who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the spirit of truth is not going to agree with That's right. you're so stupid. No. God didn't make stupid. Yeah. He did not. He didn't make, you know, ugly. He didn't make mm-hmm. stupid. He didn't None of those things right. apply. That's not who we are. That's not who we are. Who am I in the eyes of the Father? I was just listening to that song on the way over. Who I am in the eyes mm-hmm. of the Father. That's what's so important. And another song I heard yesterday that I absolutely love. It's a fairly new song. But the words are, um, failure is not my future. Mm-hmm. And and we, um, we again, we got to get reprogrammed. And realize the Spirit of God is in us listening. Mm-hmm. He's listening. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to remind us, no, 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 you're the righteousness of God in Christ yeah, Jesus. Right. Jesus already paid for all that. And you know what? When you said complaining is remaining, mm-hmm. it's just death. It Isn't is. It? Just yes. Death. So and, good. But when mm-hmm. the when the Spirit proceeds from the Father's mouth or proceeds from the Father's being, that's a motion. That's a moving forward. That's not a remaining as in stagnant, as in no life. It's life-giving. Amen. Jesus is not the old, I say this all the time, Jesus is not the old dead dying way. No. He's the new and living way. New and living, Suzanne. New and living. And that is in the context of Hebrews 10, Mm -hmm. where it's talking about entering the presence of God. Now, we know he's in us and we're in him, but there's an awareness. Yeah. It's a consciousness of his presence and this new and living way where it says, in verse 17 of that chapter, 
that the the Spirit testifies Mm. that He remembers our sins no more. I love it. Isn't that? I love it. That's what the Spirit testifies. And so the new and living way is life, life. There's no, it's no more that evil conscience, that consciousness of, uh, of, of guilt and shame and condemnation and, and poverty and, and lack right. and scarcity and yeah yeah all and oh there may not be enough right. or just well you, just fear mm-hmm. absolutely false events appearing real okay fear false oh. events appearing real and you know I, I often say to people. The devil's pretty good at his job. He's been doing it for 6,000 years. How long have you been alive? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's the truth. <laughs> so you've, you've got to, again, get your perspective. The Spirit of God in me is saying, you know, you are the righteousness of God. I don't remember your sins. Your sins and your lawless deeds, I remember no more. I... I'm going to think on things that are lovely and pure and right. holy and right. good. And I want to think on how good yeah. God is. That's part yeah. of our faith is realizing the goodness of God. You know, when Moses, um, and I'm, I realize I'm getting kind of getting off That's okay. here, Let's talk but about Moses. when Moses said, I want to see, I want to see you, God. And God said, no, you can't, you know, I can't show you my face. But I'll show you my glory. Well, that word there, I'll show you my glory, is I'll show you my goodness. Yeah, that's right. Oh, it just makes me want to cry. God just wants to show us his goodness. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Let's look at more of these scriptures about how God comes uh, or how God sends the Holy Spirit. So Jesus said, back to John 14, a few verses before the other one, he says, I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper. And that word give is supply. Oh, I just love it. Supply. And also means a gift. That he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in, in. you. Oh, come on. Come and on. So he says, first he says he will abide with you forever. He dwells with you and will be in you, meaning he will dwell in you. And that word abide and that word dwell are the same Greek word, which is meno, M-E-N-O, which means to remain Mm. So complain, remain, that's that's a different type of remain. That's right. This one yep. means abiding in you forever. The Spirit of God wow. abides in you, remains, uh, will not depart, continues to be present, keeps continually, endures, survives. And here's the big one, remain as one. Oh, I love it. That's the I union. just love it. Right, that's the oneness. Romans 8 says, you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, that word dwells is not meno. It's another one that means to occupy a house, to reside, to inhabit. So he, mm. uh, you know, we are his dwelling place. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's what I was just thinking. You know, in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, um, David you know, the spirit would come and the spirit would go. That's right. We are living under such a better covenant. That's right. Because we can have the spirit mm-hmm. remain. And when you read that a minute a minute ago about um, the, what was the first word? May, mayo? Mayno. Mayno. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, you know, our Father God thinks eternally. And right. he's given us the spirit eternally. That's right. He will abide with us for forever. That's right. There won't be some segment of time where you don't have the spirit of God in right, you. Right, right. So does that mean when I mess up, he doesn't leave me? <laughs> I don't care how bad you think you've messed up, Trisha. Right. 
I don't think he will never, ever, ever mm-hmm. will. Uh, well, I have to yeah, go keep ahead. going. I got to, yeah. I got to look it up. And one of my favorite verses, I should know it by heart, but I don't want to misquote it. And I, I wish. I, well, I'll look it up while you're talking. I'm going to look, look it up, up on the. Um, look up Hebrews thirteen eight in the Amplified. You're the one I was, that brought that out to me. I, <laughs> that's what I was going to look up. Oh it wow, is, it is okay. Hebrews thirteen, mm, and, and I just oh, I just love this verse. It it, it just makes me cry. Um, amplified version: For he, God Himself, has said, "I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not. I will not." I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake you, nor let you down. Relax my hold on you, assuredly not. Wow. Mm, wow. Mm, 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 I have read that so many times mm, mm. and meditated on each word, but I love hold. He, that grip of grace. Yes. He holds us. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love us. it. I love it. I'm going to jump to um uh, by the way so many by the way uh, Joshua 1:5 was cross reference on your phone to that where he says I will be with you as I was with Moses I will not fail you or abandon oh, you. He will not ever ever so the Spirit of God doesn't come and go. Under the new covenant, he dwells in us. He mm. abides with us forever. Now, Jesus, in Acts 1, he gathered the disciples together. And this is right before he was ascended. You know, he went to heaven. Mm-hmm. Not ascended as in the first time when he sprinkled the blood, right? He right. sprinkled the blood, then he um, appeared, came through the walls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Peace, he showed him his hands and his side, and he breathed on them, right? That's something else. He breathed the Holy Spirit on them. He said, peace be with you, and he breathed on them. But before he uh, went up in the clouds, after he had stayed with on the earth for 40 days and appeared to more than 500 people. Mm-hmm. He told them uh, to wait, right? Yes. To go to Jerusalem and wait for what the Father had promised. This is Acts 1, and this is Luke remembering what he had said. He said, which you heard, you heard of from me, for John baptized with water. But you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Now, that word baptize, baptizo, means to immerse, submerge. Same word used, you know, for water baptism. Right, right. And baptism into the death of Jesus. So uh, that that was a baptism that he... You know, our baptism in water is a picture of that. It's just it's just a symbol of that because we didn't actually have to go through that. Yeah. He did it for us as Praise our, God. our Lamb of God, our mm-hmm. offering. Um so we are baptized in the Holy Spirit. Another thing is speaking of how this <laughs> the the mechanism of the Spirit is he springs up and gushes up. Mm. Okay, so Baptize, you know, is an immersion of of submersion, and then there's a springing up. John four fourteen. Uh, this is Jesus speaking to the woman at the well. Right, he says, "Whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst, but the water, speaking of the Holy Spirit, that I give him will be become a well in him of water springing up." To mm. eternal life. And that word means to leap, to spring up, to gush up. I love it. Leaping up. Another is he fills and he is poured out from heaven. And in Acts 2, it says, uh, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven. Now this is, this is what happened. You know, Jesus said, wait, 
They waited, and how many days later, 120 of them were, <laughs> we don't know how many started, but we know there was 120 of right. them. Maybe some of them got impatient mm-hmm. and, and left <laughs> the upper room there. We don't know. but we know That wouldn't was, have been me, of course. There, there were 120 of them, and they were there, and the promise came 10 days later. So Pentecost, Penta, 50 yeah. days, you know, from the time of his death. Mm-hmm. Of his death to, you know, and there's a lot we can say about the 50 days, but so there they are, and it's called, we call it Pentecost, right? Yeah. Penta. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled, see, or filled the whole house. I was reading that recently, and uh, I was like, did you know the Holy Spirit can fill a house? <laughs> we, we just think of him filling us, but, you know, mm. I thought, Filling a house. And I gave this right here to a friend of mine, Debbie. And this was after her husband passed away. And we were just 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 a little handful of us, about four or five of us were meeting to to pray with Debbie to get through that time of grief. Mm -hmm. And it became such a Holy Spirit filled meeting. It was so by the Spirit. And as the weeks and the months went on, I, I saw this, and I thought, i got to give that to Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. The Spirit's filling the it. house. And then she gave me one. I love it. So my house is filled with the Spirit. Amen. 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 All the time. Yeah. Our Amen. house and our house. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Both. Yeah, why not? Yeah, absolutely. So, so in the Scripture, so in the house where they were sitting— and then oh, you mean they, they were at peace, maybe? Yeah, I just circled that word today. I was mm-hmm. like, they were mm-hmm. sitting. They were sitting. Mm-hmm. So then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire, and one sat upon each of them. Sat upon each of them. Mm-hmm. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So filled is the word uh, it begins with a P, P-I-M-P-L-E-M-I. Same root as the word um, that I, as as in John fourteen twenty six that I read earlier, when Jesus said, the helper of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. Send in my name is also from the same root as filled. Hmm. But that send, remember it says, thrust into so fill we are filled with the holy spirit so you know we talk about this new covenant life of the new creation living by the promptings of the spirit from within mm-hmm. we live an inside out life Religion is an outside thing. It's an it out, is. trying to make something on the outside change something on the inside. It's behavior modification. Yeah. And unfortunately, again, something that those of us who grew up in religion, we were never taught. You know, it's not going to be that kind of manifestation. No. It is truly going to be an inside out. Right. And it, and it, to some degree, um, it takes practice, but I was what I was going to actually say was, you got to learn how to sit. Right. Got you have to, and I hate to use the word "got to," but you know you you, you have to be still. Yes, you do. And the word "receive" is coming to mind, which is another word that is used in these scriptures okay. that speak of the spirit. So, sit. Work is finished. And receive. So the beginning of that life in the spirit is relaxing your hold because he's never going to relax his hold on you. Yes. Rest, let go, and then receive with hands open wide. Yes. I was thinking about that verse yesterday, and I, I, again, sort of had a stressful thing come up, and, and I said, no, you know what? I'm going to receive your abundance of grace and yes. your gift of righteousness. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to receive it. Yeah. it. I'm not going to try and sit here mm-hmm. and reason it all out. 
just going to receive it. Right. And be And you know that word lombano we've talked about so many times, but it's to take hold of, to seize upon, right? To take it for yourself. Later in that chapter in Acts 2, it says, And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Now, we are reading, this is actually a prophecy from way back in Jeremiah, right? Yeah. This is happening now. Amen. Okay, this is happening starting in Acts 2, Mm -hmm. something that was prophesied in Jeremiah, the pouring out of the spirit. So we're in the last days. I totally agree. We are in the last days. And so this, at Pentecost, was the beginning of this. I will pour out my spirit, which we'll talk about that word in just a second, on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. And it goes on later in the chapter to say, This Jesus God has raised up, of which we are witnesses, therefore being exalted to the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this which you now see and hear. See and hear. Now, Jesus had said in Acts 1 that we would be witnesses, and I haven't read that verse yet. It's Acts 1.8, and it says, Jesus says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and even to the remotest parts of the earth. It is going to be something, when you receive that power, it is something that can be seen, and it is something that can be heard. Amen. So this thing that we are believing in, which we cannot see, manifests in our lives in many supernatural ways, right? Which reminds me. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, it reminds me of... A, a verse that a passage I'd written down, um, hoping we would get to, but um, and it's a passage we're very, very, very familiar with. But Isaiah sixty, yes, which we know, uh, you know, of course, the the first part of it, arise, shine, for your mm-hmm. light has come. Yeah, but yes, verse eighteen, Isaiah sixty, verse eighteen b. Salvation will surround you like city walls, and praise will be on the lips who of all who enter here. And what makes me, as the Holy Spirit fills us and we become more and more aware, the, in this passage as you read through it, it's talking about the wealth of the Gentiles coming yeah. To us coming to right, believers. The unrighteous coming to the righteous. Coming and to of the course, righteous. Gentile yes. in that context means the unrighteous. The unrighteous. Yes. Thank you for that. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Because <laughs> we're Gentiles, but we're righteous. But it it basically is talking in the verses and, and the uh the parts before about, you know, I'm gonna turn your um make your iron into silver and wood for bronze and so forth. Um and I will make peace your leader and righteousness your ruler. And, of course, didn't Jesus manifest in peace yes, and right. righteousness? He walked this earth in right. peace and righteousness, right. and he is our leader. It's the kingdom of God. It is. Righteousness, peace, peace and, and joy in the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yes. Yes. It's not the flesh. It's not eating and drinking. Eating and drinking are base. Right. They are base level natural. Right. You know, we eat and we drink. I'm not saying not eat and drink. Of course, you have to to stay alive. But that's not the realm we're supposed to live in. We're not supposed to live in that natural five senses realm. 
Yeah. We're supposed to be aware of the Holy Spirit. And, and also, mm-hmm. and, and he's also, he's talking about these traditions. He's talking about these, these old covenant do's mm-hmm. and don'ts and regulations and feasts and this and that and all the things that they did. Yeah. And uh, so, but he came to completely bring about a whole nother realm of the spirit. Well, and it makes going, just thinking, going back to this, it doesn't make sense to the world mm-hmm. when things are upside down and going wrong to praise him anyway. It doesn't make sense to the world to be joyful when everything looks like it's falling apart. Yeah. But that's because the Spirit of God in us mm-hmm. causes us to be that way. And mm-hmm. he uses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. Yeah. And, you know, when if if we really want to see our circumstances change, we have to allow the Holy Spirit, and I hate to use those words have to, you know, as if right. they're laws, right, but right, right. but but we we should be more aware of mm-hmm. living by the Spirit. We walk in the Spirit and yes. not in the flesh. Right. And right. the Spirit of God, as we said before, always going forward, uplifting, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, positive. You know, I want to I want to read something to you, and this is totally not in what we were going to talk about, but it's just you just said that, and I feel like I'm supposed to just read this from James. Chapter 1, and I'm going to read it in the new, no, I'm going to read it in the NIV. Um, Verse 2, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And I, that was a, the word God gave me like two or three days ago. And I got stuck on that word consider. Now, you might think that just means think about this. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Or count it pure joy. Right. My count birth, it all joy. Mm-hmm. Count it all joy. Mm-hmm. And I got kind of stuck on pure joy and what that means too. But really I began with that word consider. And do you know when you look up that Greek word in Strong's Concordance, and this is going to be a really abbreviated thing I'm going to say here from all that I wrote that day. This because is the God, TGT, Trisha Gunn translation. God took me on a, on a path that day. But that word consider, do you know that you read the whole definition of it, and the last little line says, you know, to consider, you know, to to count it or whatever. But all these definitions, all these forms of leader have authority over, control. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Really interesting. That's very interesting. And when interesting. you see that word being used throughout the New Testament, it's talking about leadership. It's talking about uh, being a kingdom, uh, authority in the kingdom. And I wow. thought, okay, so maybe. And I have more scriptures to back this up. I have so much more that I could say. But this is the abbreviated bottom line that I felt like God said to me that day. Tricia, when you are able to consider it pure joy when you face various trials and the testing of your faith produces this virtue called perseverance. Keeping on, keeping on. You are a true leader. I love it. And the, that you face various trials doesn't mean you aren't a leader because a lot, you know, we have the devil tries to say, well, if you are really, you know, a if leader. If God was going to use you right, if in you a profound truly way, anointed, then you wouldn't have this trouble in your life or that trouble. You must have done something wrong. You, you did. You sh- it. Yes. But you maybe, were- just maybe, the hand of God is on you and you're a target. And the enemy has come after you and you're having trials. 
because of that. God didn't send the trial. Nope. And perhaps you didn't even, it's not even a trouble of your own making. Perhaps it's happened to you because you are a leader. And I love it. You, by virtue of in that mode of faith and, and perseverance, you are a joyful person. That is leadership that will give everybody around you that knows the trial that you're going through assurance that God is going to come through. Well, and it's it's what I've um, I've experienced a, a, some setbacks, many setbacks over the years, and you know a lot of my story. Um, but as I've shared over the years too, so often. We think we might have empathy for somebody. We think we might be able to say, oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I get you. I get you, girlfriend. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm going to be praying for you, you know. And yet, until you really walk that road, until yes. you go through that, you yes. just don't. You think you might think you know yes. how to minister to somebody. Yes. Yes. But sometimes once we get on the other side of it, we can see, mm-hmm. okay, now I really understand. I really have empathy. And that word consider in the Greek is used in Philippians 2, where it's had the same mindset as in Christ Jesus. He, he did, did not, not consider. consider equality with God something to be grasped. Talk about the leader of leaders. Talk about the, mm. the one who went through the trial of trials in obedience mm. and traded places with us so that we would never go through a trial alone. He is touched with the feelings of our infirmities, Hebrews 4. He even died our death That's right. for us mm-hmm. so that for people that have experienced tra- the tragedy of losing loved ones, yeah. and we see the tragedy on this side, but because mm-hmm. he died our death for us, yeah. that individual... Before they took their last breath, I believe, Mm -hmm. is in the presence of the Lord. Because Jesus already died their death for them. So they're already with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And he if he loves the birds of the air and cares about them so much, how much more his beloved we are accepted in the beloved. We are his beloved sons and daughters. And by the way, when you were reading that and talking about leadership, it reminded me, and we briefly touched on this or triggered something a minute ago, so I feel like I should say it, you know, we are the kings and priests. When that scripture, you know, he is Lord of lords and king of kings, I always used to think of, oh yeah, earthly people, earth, you know, other appointed kings, you know, or or they inherited the throne but no it's talking about us yeah, we've been washed in his blood he loved us so much he washed us and made us kings and priests we're already so we're leaders the That's kings right. and the priests were leaders right. in the you know mm-hmm. in the israelite camp we're just coming out from the holy of holies as a priest and we are speaking the word of god over a situation and so we're t- it will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We just take well, and that what will. kings kings yeah. kings don't beg. They don't right. you know plead. No, we're, they no. declare a they, thing right. and it is done. And and going back to Romans five seventeen, we receive mm-hmm. the abundance of His grace and the free gift of His righteousness and reign and life yes, as I kings. Love it. Yes. Oh, uh, Suzanne, we're going to have to put a comma. I haven't even scratched the surface of the Holy Spirit. I have 12 pages of notes, and you know how many pages we got through? Three. Like three. (laughs) Three little pages of notes. Can we do this again? Can we continue? Yes, absolutely. And I have so much more to say about the Holy Spirit that I want to get to, but I I feel like we went in the direction we were supposed to. Absolutely. And um, so the Lord is going to take those words. Trisha, I'm always honored. It, it's such a joy to be, and it is truly a joy 
to be with you. Um, I love this little song, you know, let's talk about Jesus. The King of Kings is he, the Lord of Lords supreme throughout eternity. (laughs) He is the open door, the way, the truth, the life. Let's talk about Jesus more and more. And that's what I feel like I do. You know, when we get together, it's like, okay, you know what? We're going to talk about Jesus. And then when we finish that, we're going to talk about Jesus some more. And then after that, we'll probably talk about Jesus. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you can get away to do it again. Absolutely. Absolutely. A Real View is brought to you by Parisia, a ministry devoted to boldly sharing the gospel of God's grace, freely offered to us through the finished work of Jesus Christ. Visit ParisiaMinistries.com for teachings and testimonies, as well as information on how you can order Trisha Gunn's highly acclaimed book, Unveiling Jesus, a verse-by-verse foundation of the message of grace. This show is made possible by the generous financial support of people like you who love this message of grace. Your tax-deductible gift to Parisia is greatly appreciated.